Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Passport Playlist. I am DJ Audio Voyager. And I'm Global Spins. And we today have a wonderful, wonderful guest, our first guest of the season. Her name is Pauline, and she is from Belgium. Say hi, hi Pauline. Hi, how are you? <laughs> very, very good. Um, so thank you for being one of the brave souls. Usually people are very like apprehensive to come on here because they think it's going to be, you know, we're asking them a very in-depth history of oh, their country. No, no <laughs> and like they think we know everything. We don't know anything. Um, <laughs> so you're definitely a brave soul. It usually takes a lot of encouraging to get guests to come on. Um, but it's very, very good to have you here. Have you been having a good week so far? Yeah, definitely. I've been here for like two weeks now. Two weeks? In uh, Colombia, yes. Mm -hmm. Are you here for a semester, for a year, for a full four years? Until December. Until December. It's only one semester. Oh, so that's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope you're having like a good time so far. Yeah, I just managed to get my football ticket today, so oh, yeah? I'm pretty hyped. <laughs> oh, well, just remember to bring a lot of water and a lot of sunscreen. Yeah. I've known a lot of Europeans from last year when I lived in the international dorm. They thought that they could, like, you know, go to the beach or something without sunscreen because you can do that, you know, a little bit more in Europe. But, like, South Carolina's yeah, sun I've, I've is had, a very different sun. I've had blisters from sunburn on the Belgian coast. Yeah. So. It's, like, it's bad. Yeah. But, That's like, bad. really, really, <laughs> like, stocked up on the sunscreen this time around. Definitely on the water. Um, a lot of kids who are, like, freshmen who go to football games, they don't realize how important water is. <laughs> no. And they especially pass out. Beer. <laughs> uh, especially after beer. Yeah. We're tr I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, you know. Try to be like, oh, yeah, they're going to be responsible for their first yeah. game. Just only drink water. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, don't go to, you know, the frat lots as a freshman. You know, they're not going to do any of that. I'm, I'm so <laughs> sure, you know. But um, you did select some music for us from Belgium. Yeah, definitely. For uh, our list, we first got one song called Mad About You by the Hoover Phonic. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then we've got uh, J'aime la vie by Sandra Kim. And <sighs> I'm so sorry if I screw this up. Uh, Vonken en Vur. Vonken en Vur. Vur. <laughs> sorry, I'm it so much Sparkles and fire, basically. Sparkles oh, and yeah. fire. Ooh. <laughs> I'm already really liking this song, and I haven't even heard it yet. I am ready for this. All right. But I think we're going to jump into some music for a minute. Then we, be, uh, we will be right back with an interview and just some questions so we can get to know the lovely Pauline. Uh, keep it locked. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Passport Playlist. Um, we just heard, oh God, I'm going to say it wrong again, uh, Vonken en Vuur. Vonken en Vuur. 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 Oh, I'm not going to try. <laughs> um, by uh, Clouseau, and that means sparkles and fire, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a love song. Basically. Yeah. I love that. I mean, honestly, whenever I, like, grow up, and I actually have, like, love, and, like, somebody writes a love song about me because I just know that's going to happen in my future. It's totally in the cards. Um, <laughs> like, I want something to be like that. Like, ooh, your sparkles are fire. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, that's really Move cool. to Belgium. Yeah? Yeah? Are Belgian Playing guys going to write me songs? I would say we're average romantic. Yeah? <laughs> Have you, like, noticed any differences so far between, like, Belgian men and, like, American men? Um... 
I don't know. So far here, they've only asked for your Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for us, it's more. Yeah, that's not a good. You would talk good, to yeah. the girl. Yeah. In, oh, like, it's nice. No better. Ter- yeah, yeah, not just yeah. random empty snaps. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there are lots of guys who will just like come up to you randomly. They'd be like, "Hey, yo, can I get that snap?" And I'm just like, "No." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then that's when you say no, or even if you say yes, that throws them off so badly. Yeah. Like they don't oh, even really? know how to act like a human afterwards. Oh yeah, I once said no, but then he was like. I'm from, and then I didn't understand, so I asked like three times again, and he was like, I'm in a fucking fraternity. And then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I didn't did realize, I yeah, I didn't realize at first I didn't know the name. Sorry. And yeah. then for us, it doesn't change anything. I still don't know any of the names of the fraternities, yeah. Yeah. and I've been here, this is what, my second year? I, sorry to people <laughs> in the frats. I'm sure some of you guys have very, very nice frats, and they're very, uh, what's the word where they give? You know, phil- philanthropic, philanthropic. I'm sure they're very thil- philanthropic. Yes. They're not stereotypical. We should teach them a bit how to drink beer, though. <laughs> <laughs> not over the radio, gracious. <laughs> Talk to me after. But, um, yeah, uh, we heard, you know, Sparkles and Fire. What else did we hear? Uh, Jim Levy by Sandra Kim um, and Mad About You by Hoover Phonic. Do you want to tell us a little bit about, like, why you chose those songs? Like, why those popped into your mind? Mm, J'aime la vie is just, first of all, th- I think it's super nice because mm-hmm. it just says, I love life. Yeah. And then it's really a song that you hear from since you're from your childhood, basically. So yeah. I would never know where it came from when I was smaller. I would just be like, J'aime, j'aime la vie. And then I would just, like, you know, <laughs> walk around like that. So I think... Uh, that one's very nice when I realized it was, it was Belgian. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bat d'enfance. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and uh, Hoover Phonic, just, I don't know, really like the vibe. Yeah. And I wanted something else in the very old Belgian songs. Yeah. So. Yeah, whenever I hear Hoover, I think vacuum. And then I go oh. president. Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess now I'll go Hoover Phonic. You know? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, right after the president, which is definitely after the vacuum. But um, so... Getting to know a little bit about you, uh, your name is Pauline. What sh- uh, you want to tell us, like your full name, uh, what part of Belgium you're from, and what you're studying here? Yeah, so my full name is Pauline Lippard. Mm-hmm. Well, without the middle names, but you don't want to hear that. No, no. Um, <laughs> Do we not want to hear it? <laughs> Pauline Amandine Clémence Lippard. <laughs> there you go. It's a little bit beautiful. Long. <laughs> it's very pretty. Very elegant. Yeah, that's because my mom is from the French side of Belgium. Ah. And my dad is from the Dutch side. So my mm. mom is from Brussels. Yeah. And my dad is from West Flanders. Oh. So I'm a real mingle, a real Belgian girl. <laughs> and I was born in East Flanders. So yeah. let's mm-hmm. say that is between Brussels and the North Sea. Yeah. And it's in the Flemish part. Yeah. So I went to school in Dutch, let's say. Which mm-hmm. is the Flemish is a sort of Dutch, basically. Yeah. We understand each other <laughs> with people from the Netherlands. And um, then when I was 16, we moved to France. Yeah. So that's where I got to like oh, yeah. t- learn some better French. Sorry? What part of France? In the Provence, next Ooh. to Avignon. Yeah. yeah. It's very, 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 very popular for Dutch and Belgian people yeah. to get an Airbnb there when you have your midlife crisis and just stay there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and also rich Americans who can afford an Airbnb in Provence. You know? yeah. If you can just like afford that little airline ticket, that would be that would be a nice little you know midlife crisis. It's better than a sports yeah. car, in my opinion. Oh, my dad got both. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's nice. My head is off to him. Congratulations. Uh, but what are you studying here? 
I'm studying international business oh, back home or like back home. I study in Rotterdam in the mm-hmm. Netherlands. Yeah. Um, but here I only took one business course. Yeah. Social social networks and global leadership. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> Going there tonight. Um, but otherwise, I wanted to take the opportunity that the University of South Carolina has so much to offer. Yeah. So I did take a course in psychology. I did take astronomy. Introduction to biomedical engineering and sign language, American sign language. Oh, wow. Yeah. You got quite the diverse thing there. I think it's really cool that some international students take classes that they couldn't take back at home. Like I had my roommate from last year. She was from Taiwan and she took self-defense and photography and a lot of courses that she could never take at home. Um, So, yeah, taking advantage of those opportunities is super cool. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. My roommate actually did the same thing. She was a biology major and she did not take one biology lesson like the entire time she was here. She was here for a year and she took oh, completely. Okay. That, that's something else. Yeah, she <laughs> she was you know, a baller. She was actually quite impressive because she had gotten like all of her requirements for biology out of the way. Mm-hmm. And so she's just like, man, screw it. I'm just going to take a bunch of art classes. I'm going to paint my heart out. Yeah. And then I think she also took Greek mythology. And we both huddled around the computer some nights just trying to figure out how the heck to pronounce these Greek names. <laughs> like, because aside from, like, Oedipus and, like, Narcissus, yeah. they, they can get a little complicated. Yeah, that's true. In, in Belgium, it's very common, though, to do uh, Latin as mm-hmm. well. So I had to take it my first two years of, yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's high school already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was 12 to 14. If mm-hmm. I wanted to attend that's that school, like, I had to take yeah, middle but, school. But yeah, then, that's middle school. Okay, middle school. Yeah, for us, it's one school. Oh, oh You really? first do from when you're like 6 to 12, mm-hmm. and then you do from 12 to 18. That's it. Oh, I cannot do well with that because it's good because I went to middle school with some people, and then I went to high school with completely mm-hmm. different people, yeah. which was great because I don't need anybody in my life right now knowing what I looked like when I was 13. <laughs> or like 12 they don't need to know that like yeah they don't but you need see to hold each other's growth i really like it because after i moved when i was 16 mm-hmm. to france and then two years later i moved to rotterdam and now i've been two years in rotterdam and now i'm in south carolina yeah. so you never really establish long bonds even though my friends are yeah. still there but it's really great to see that the friends from belgium you see each other mm-hmm. grow up and yeah i don't know it's nice to have these longer friendships so from at least six years now Mm -hmm. everyone keeps touching university oh that's actually really nice yeah but um so i know you probably chose usc because of the international business program a lot of kids who are international no No? not really no so i took all different courses (laughs) i wanted to buy myself some months of summer and (laughs) no the it was a very hard process to select Mm -hmm. a school because we could go pretty much everywhere yeah so i was thinking okay I'm only going to get one exchange, so what makes it different? And I thought all the other regions I can travel to. Mm -hmm. But America, I will never get a college experience. Yeah. So that was the only moment to get that. So I thought, okay, let's select America. And then I looked here and, okay, I liked the South just for the weather as well because you only have 20 kilograms. I'm not sure. I think 35 left, something like that, in the plane. So Mm -hmm. no winter clothes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And... Okay, then it did play a role, as in I wanted to go to a university that was still recognized. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I only take one course 
at Darla Moore. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that it's exactly it was, yeah. there for it that I came. Yeah. yeah. I want people on exchange often want to do just a bit not a new start, but you're like, okay, if I'm gonna mm-hmm. be in a completely different country with completely different people, habits anyway, let's just as well switch up the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really admirable. <laughs> Thank um, you. That's really cool, though. But uh, so, have you been anywhere in the states? We were talking while the music was playing about you hitchhiking to Lake Murray, <laughs> and then getting scammed at Lake Murray. What was it about kayaks? Yeah, yeah. We wanted to rent some kayaks, something like that. But did you end up paying them, or it. no? It was actually just completely closed when we oh. arrived, and then apparently it was bankrupt for two years or something or oh so i was like oh, okay okay fine <laughs> well that's nice but that's really interesting you hitchhiked and didn't die i mean yeah. honestly i wouldn't suggest that just on average not a super great choice but yeah, if you're no. gonna do it in the u.s i guess the south is the best mm. place to do it would you say that Belgium and the Netherlands and places in Europe are safer than the U.S., what you've seen? Um, I think in general I would say yes, because I heard, yeah, Mm -hmm. all the mass shootings and stuff. That's obviously what everyone brings up. But on the other hand, I know, well, the day when we went to Lake Moray, we got to know that in Lyon, in Mm -hmm. France, someone just took, like, barbecue sticks, I think, in the metro, and he literally went crazy. So he also made a lot of damage. What? So, of course, yeah, things happen. Yeah. But I do feel it's less. For example, I study in Rotterdam, and I've never really... Yeah, I was never really scared. I mean, I'm not Mm -hmm. scared here either. I don't feel like when I... Like, I could walk alone towards to Five Points to meet some friends, but... Then I have people telling me, oh, do you want us to walk you there? Like, no, like, I don't feel yeah. a bad vibe. Maybe I should do, like, feel it more. Yeah. Um, but so to say, I think if you if you hitchhike in Belgium, you can also encounter strange people. But I think it would be less likely. It's not that people would drop, drop you off and tell you, oh, never do that again in your life. I don't yeah. trust people here. No, that's yeah, yeah not as much. Because... Um, I remember there was a little convenience store by the dorm that I lived in last year. And, like, it was really generally pretty safe. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to, like, walk there alone sometimes during the day, never alone at night. Um, But, really, it only takes, like, one encounter. And um, there were, like, a few times where I would even be, like, with a friend and we would, like, get, like, catcalled by a group of guys. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, a really, really short walk. So... Like, it's not always super, super dangerous in America. Like, if you absolutely have to do one, it should be fine. So long as you stay, like, alert and aware and, like, keep your head about you. But I wouldn't just do it for funsies, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Cause we thought it was safer to leave the place than to actually stay there, so. Yeah. Especially when it's, like, a big city like Columbia. It can be a little... You can get to a not-so-great part, like, really fast. Mm-hmm. But um, aside from that, has, like, Colombia made a good first impression so far? Yeah, I mean, I would like to visit a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, it's really different campus-wise, I would say, because yeah. um, we have very small campuses, or often they are... I feel like here, campus is the heart of the city, Yeah, mostly, whilst in Belgium we have... Yeah, very old cities, and then campus is a bit scattered around town. So we would mm-hmm. have, like, 
an, an engineering department on the one end, medical department on the other end, and people just bike to their classes. Um, and everyone just lives spread over the city. So we don't have the dorms. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could have like a student house, as in, yeah, you have like rooms, but always private rooms though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you would have rooms and, and, and share a whole floor or something like that, that happens obviously. But we don't have the community feeling in that sense. Mm -hmm. So we do not have t-shirts with our university on there. We do not wear that into class. <laughs> um, yeah, when I'm in a class with freshmen, <laughs> then I do no <laughs> tend to notice way yeah. more red, <laughs> which is pretty funny to me. But I like it as well. That's yeah. why I came here to yeah, mm -hmm. experience the, that feeling. Is there like, any other place in, like, in like, the U.S. that you kind of want to visit? Because I know a lot of international kids, they like to go you know, up to New York, Philadelphia, yeah. all these different places. Well, I've been to New York right before coming here. Mm -hmm. so, Impressions? Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I've been in March, I've been to San Francisco, mm -hmm. which was really cool as well. But that was with my university from back home. Yeah. So it was more for the business side. Mm -hmm. but I'm still happy I saw it. And then we got to know more about the American business life, corporate life, let's yeah. say. So that was also very interesting. Yeah. And um, otherwise, oh, I've been to Miami, but when I was 11, so I with my <laughs> parents and grandparents. Hopefully so not during hurricane season. There. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was like in March. Oh, yeah. So you're safe. So I've seen it, but, you know, yeah. it's like yeah. not crystal clear yeah. anymore. <laughs> it's yeah. when, oh, you go. when I was four, I went to Ireland and Scotland and England, and I remember nothing, which Aww. is super sad because it's beautiful. And yeah. I definitely want to go there, but I can say that I physically have been there, but I have no recollection of it. You have <laughs> stepped foot on the land, but you cannot remember the shoes I you were sure wearing. I sure have, yes. <laughs> But uh, I feel like when I talk to some Americans, I feel like they've seen more of Europe than I did. So I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I think that Americans, you've either traveled a bunch or you've never been anywhere. Mm -hmm. it's, it's either or. So okay. and yeah. Europe is a big place to go. So and most of the people who befriend international students have traveled and are interested in the world. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think a lot of Americans just... Yeah. Not that they don't care, but they're not exposed to the world, so they don't know much about anything except for America. Yeah, because I actually had a friend recently tell me, and, like, I'm obviously, like, a bit biased because I'm a French major with a double minor in Spanish and Portuguese. Like, mm -hmm. I like languages. But uh, she had she told me recently she was going off about how she didn't like how USC had a language requirement, how we had to take, like, a certain amount of languages, like, regardless of your major. And I think it was partially because, she, you know, she didn't get placed into, like, the level of language she wanted to. So, mm -hmm. like, she didn't, like, she had to take more classes than she wanted. But um, I, I don't know. I found that a little bit, like, presumptuous because as Americans, we're so used to, like, okay, everybody else is going to learn English so they can communicate mm -hmm. with us. Which is also changing yeah. a lot. Yeah, which is changing so. a lot. Like, ling like English is no longer, like, the lingua franca. Like, that's not, no. you know, the language of the world anymore. Like, it's unsure of what it's going to be, but it's pretty sure it's not going to be English. And so, and we're just, we're so accustomed and, like, lazy in a way mm -hmm. with, I don't know, getting to know somebody else's language. and Which is maybe understandable as well. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say... Um, 
for us, well, first of all, my country has three official languages, so we're mm-hmm. forced as well, obviously, to <laughs> yeah <laughs> to take these classes. But for us, it, it can take two hours, and I'm both in the Netherlands as maybe, okay, four hours I'm in Germany and two hours I'm in France. Mm-hmm. So whilst here, I think, I don't even know how many times South Carolina, like Belgium fits in South Carolina, but a couple. <laughs> so, and then, yeah, except for that, you have... The ocean next to you yeah. so obviously yeah you can go down or to Canada but which is also pretty yeah. similar than in that sense I would say mm-hmm. so in Europe you're you're kind of forced and it's very easy to very easy sorry to open up your eyes more yeah so but then at the same time I mean in France as well or in Germany everything is dubbed because mm-hmm. they're pretty big countries well for Europe yeah and they have a pretty big language but in Belgium we only have subtitles Mm -hmm. so we are way more open to English etc yeah and then I would have the same problem in France when we want to watch a movie and I say okay let's do subtitles my friends will find every excuse to watch the the movie in French I didn't bring my glasses no I'm tired to read that now like they're 20 they need English if they want their (laughs) If they want to literally yeah. get their bachelor's, they need to take an English test. And still, they don't want to look, watch mm-hmm. the movie with me in English. So, I mean, if it happens in Germany and France, I can understand that in such a big mm-hmm. country as in America, you would also not yeah. necessarily take the effort for, to learn another yeah. language. I think we still reap the benefits a little bit of having, like, so much English all around the world. Mm-hmm. But, like, it also puts us at, like, a very um, strong disadvantage, like, as for competition, Because, like, we're already falling behind a lot in, like, education. Um, You know, the average person in Europe or Asia or Africa, they speak a second language. Meanwhile, in America, if you speak a second language, even to the degree of, like, partial Mm -hmm. fluentness, you are just a step above everybody else. So far, you get, like, such a high pay raise. Like, it's a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, you get a huge pay Okay, maybe I'm going to think about that again. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, honestly, it could be really good. But, like, I just, I don't know. I think it's a little bit much whenever people say, like, oh, it's ridiculous to have, like, a language standard. No, I am You know, and I'm just like, yeah. It's just not my favorite thing to hear. Mm. Partially, I am super biased as it is. Mm -hmm. But... Well, Pauline and I had coffee a little mm-hmm. while ago, and she, we looked it up, and English is not the first language. I don't no. Know. What is it's it? like Mandarin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then that's in, it's in like most one in five popular. People. Most popular, but then if you look at, I think, the most popular, the one that's actually most spoken, like how many people per country, then it shifts again, and then Spanish is very, very close. If it was not even yeah. higher than... It's, English. like, for sheer population, it's Chinese, but, like, it's always yeah. concentrated, like, in Hong Kong, China, Taiwan, um, all those places, and it's not particularly spread out. Yeah, that's the thing, and I think maybe it's just lucky in that way, because in Europe, we have so many languages, so we are kind of, mm-hmm. we need one language yeah. where we can all understand each other, so that was English, and that's what makes it yeah very big and important as well, and mm-hmm. easy, I would say. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think we are going to jump back into a little bit of music. And when we come back, DJ Global Spins will be heading up all the questions and the interview. So keep it locked on uh, WUSE and HD1 Columbia.
All right, we are back. This is DJ Global Spins. And uh, um, I was just asking Pauline about some differences between Belgium and uh, here in the States. Um, yeah, so what are, what are the biggest differences you've noticed between the both? Um, yeah, I was talking right now about being more direct. That's definitely also more a Dutch thing from mm -hmm. the Netherlands, but I feel like in Belgium we also have that more. As in we're not always going to have a smile on our face or, you know, like we're, we're more there because someone was talking about passive aggressive, but we're more like straightforward. And then what you see is what you get kind of. Yeah. More in, in that way. But I feel like Belgium is a bit of middle ground hmm. always. That's so that would be very strong in the Netherlands and more very polite in, in France. And we're in between the two. Okay. So we are very polite, but getting it out there. Yeah. In that sense. It's it's always being said, yeah. Yeah, the South is definitely known for sugarcoating things. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Did uh, notice that in two yeah, weeks already. I think it's a bit uh, more direct in the North, but mm -hmm. still the the state as a, I mean, the country as a whole, I think, is pretty, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We dance around everything. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. yeah. I mean, but you have that in Great Britain as well, where you have to, like, be more indirect. And then, yeah. you, I mean, as long as you know it, there's nothing better in one country than another you just have to know how to work with it yeah that's interesting do you have any other differences between the two? Oh, oh you're um, talking about food oh yeah food <laughs> <laughs> well i love that you guys have belgian waffles everywhere that's really cute of you yes. <laughs> i saw a couple already how do you feel about them here have you had one i didn't have one because they're like so heavy i did oh, have yeah. one in canada where they made a burger Oh. And instead of the buns, it was two Belgian waffles, and then I had fried chicken <laughs> in between, which kind of seems like a pretty southern thing to do yeah, as well. Yeah, so in that sense, yeah, I've definitely tried it. Those was, wow. was actually better than expected, Good. <laughs> I would say. Um, but yeah, just to mention as well, it's not French fries. Yeah. It definitely is Belgian fries. Belgian fries, yeah. For sure. And I did find a bar, though, where they had some Belgian beer, which is cool. Oh. I would like to try some more local beers maybe but i know yeah. the biggest ones are more budweiser or bud uh, light so yeah. that's also a big difference i would say for me oh that's very and then also yeah if we we're talking about beer for example drinking age which mm -hmm. is also way different than the life in university here because for us uh, beer and wine is legal at 16 yeah and then strong liquor is legal at 18. Wow. so i feel like maybe people like here, it's a bit of fear of freshmen going over the top. I feel like we've had it already. So once you come yeah. to uni, obviously, yeah, yeah things can go wrong depending on people. But I feel like this pressure is totally gone. Yeah. So that's not necessarily like that's pretty much a good thing. That's one of my I favorite think. things yeah. about Europe is not necessarily that you can drink earlier, but I think when you are allowed to drink at a younger age... You drink age, for pleasure. You, yes, yeah. and it's a social thing rather than exactly. a like, pressured thing. And I feel like in America, people feel like they have to get drunk. That that's the purpose of alcohol rather mm -hmm. than enjoying it and enjoying the taste. Because there's also not very... like I didn't have really good alcohol yet. Maybe it's just because I... Yeah. you know. Obviously, I'm yeah. at university. <laughs> I'm, I'm not <laughs> in the best region. But, yeah, for us, it would be very, like, a normal thing when you're at university. You would just go with your friends to a local bar, and they're all very, 
you know, very dark and with the dark wood and yeah. then all these old posters on and maybe a fireplace and That's it's cool. very nice. And then you would have these very strong local beers, for example. You could do Streekbierabend, so that's like local beer night. Oh, you have beers okay. of like yeah, 10, 12 percent. Then you have a list and you follow that and then you play like poker or board games that are just laying around in the in the pub, which is that's, that's really so cozy. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. I, I think definitely it's more expensive here if you want to get a nicer, nicer. Well, I had Stella, the Spelton beer here mm-hmm. for five dollars. Okay. Which is still nice. actually like, okay, it's just a normal beer. Maybe yeah. the craft ones are, I think, yeah, I paid $13 for mm. one. Okay. So that's, that's indeed expensive, but it's yeah. nice that you have them as well. Yeah. Do you find the, the food here very fattening? Because I think yeah. a lot of people come, <laughs> because we're in America, we're known for having big portions, but I don't think, well, I know that some people think of hamburgers and hot dogs as our food of choice, but also every other, like, international students talk about the bread, how sweet it is. Oh, and yeah, we yeah. Don't, it's not bread. <laughs> we, don't, we don't recognize that because we've lived here most of us our whole lives um, mm-hmm. until you go to, like, I tried German bread. And That's it amazing. Is, it's so good, but it's completely different. And you can tell that ours is sweet. Yeah, but for us, what you sell here is just toaster bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still, we would usually just toast normal bread. Yeah. But I would say, yeah, that's something that came in later for convenience, mm-hmm. maybe for some larger families, and they buy these packaged breads, yeah. I would say. But otherwise, we have bakeries everywhere. That's really cool. That is so Then you just get the fresh bread or, like, yeah, that's definitely a difference. And I maybe I wouldn't say, okay, some portions are really huge. For example, mm-hmm. I went, yeah, now in New York or... I mean, it was in Canada as well. I just went for pancakes. I had to take a doggy bag. I didn't even get through half of my plate. But I'm a big eater. Yeah. So I wouldn't, <laughs> like, yeah, portions are a bit bigger, but that's not even the biggest issue. It's more, yeah, everywhere we go, we have one vegetarian friend. She can, she only eats mozzarella sticks. Oh, wow. Because everything is just fried chicken or meat, you know. Yeah. And I love meat, for sure. But I do know, like, we have more supermarkets and and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, diverse cooking in that sense. So yeah. I'm really going to put on weight. Yeah. And then people just say, oh, just go exercise every day. I'm like, that that's not, not yeah. how it works. I Like, your diet, that's number one. Because I'm just going to become, I'm just going to have more muscles and also more fat. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So not an option. But I'm trying to meal prep here. That's good. So, yeah. Yeah. But I, less I, choice, I would say. Yeah, yeah definitely. Supermarkets. I think around the country we are getting more into vegetarian and vegan restaurants and meals Mm -hmm. but it's really slowly coming i think that just kind of became normal or okay also i've noticed a lot of people really do want to like become vegan or vegetarian but it's just so expensive and it's seen as something so like unreachable for an american especially if you're in the lower class so it's just very very difficult Um, to do so it's very inaccessible for the majority of Americans yeah even organic Mm -hmm. milk or like organic cheese or anything quality is going to be more expensive so it is difficult to eat nice here that's for sure we we don't even have really organic aisles or something Mm -hmm. because it's more (laughs) local well not local I mean we also have like strawberries from like or everything important from chili as well grapes or like so that's not the point, but I wouldn't say you have because then there would be two extremes if you only go from 
places with only fried chicken to other oh, country has to become vegan and vegetarian. Yeah. But I mean, just a wider variety, maybe. But it's also really mm-hmm. cool. I'm really happy to like come here and enjoy the fried chicken. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm and a lot of Mexican like food, it. way more than we have, oh, which I yeah. do really love. That's great. Yeah, we do have a lot of good Mexican places around here. I just tried enchiladas or something oh, for yes. the first time. I was like, oh, those are good. Yeah, happily surprised. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I I was fascinated when I went to France especially in Corsica, um, we passed, I stayed with a, with a family there, my host family, and we were driving and they said, oh, the wine that you had last night was from that vineyard right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would never happen here, mm-hmm. you know, unless you were in a really small town and you just got everything locally. That was fascinating to me. And we made jam from the trees outside, from the fig trees. Mm-hmm. And we Very just, normal in France, yeah. My grandmother's as well in Belgium. Yeah, but that w- that's so rare here. And so it's yeah, such but it's a cool also, way they of living. Have a, I mean, France is known for their wine, so they have yeah. way more vineyards. I would say where we moved to France now as well, we also live in between. And my mom works in a vineyard right now. Oh, so for so Christmas, cool. we just get their wine. So Ooh. I definitely know where it comes from. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's very nice, but it's also normal. Once again, it's just everything's way smaller, so you have easier access. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way in terms of size, because the U.S. is very large I mean, you have size. good wine from California. Yeah. But once again, if you would go from the north of France to the Provence, you get there more easily. Yeah. In like nine hours, ten hours. Wow. Here you have good wine. But like, I feel like... I wouldn't say like, oh, we don't have this, we don't have that. You do have a lot and it's really nice. It's just the country is so spread out that it's harder to reach it and to notice it. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I think we're going to pop right back into some music. Um, Our lovely guest does have to go because she does have class and she's a very good student. And (laughs) she unfortunately won't skip, but it's fine. We forgive her (laughs) and we support her in her academic. What's the word? Path. Path. Yes, that's a very good word. All right, so we're going to jump right back into that music, and we'll be right back with our news session. Thanks so much, Pauline. Thank you. (laughs) 